we're back. I'm Arlene Bond. And, you know, I've been pitching to this about how it fits into so many things are changing. We don't know how businesses are adapting after the pandemic. They're up, they're down, they're all around. Well, there is a new focus and some new numbers coming out from the blessed Airbnb. And now these new figures are showing it may be creeping up in price. So much so, is it a deal compared to a hotel? Torben Wiedetson is joining us, director of Fairbnb. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. You know, Airbnb just mentioned the word. It was winter power, you know, changing the way we do things. You know, I had to take back and really uh, take a look at these new figures. If it's not cheaper, then there's perhaps a little problem here. How significant do you think this is, Torben? Yeah, I mean, we have always known that, you know, Airbnb is not doing anything else but, you know, providing essentially hotel inventory within residential neighborhoods. So it's it's a phenomena where... Airbnb reinvents the hotel where Uber reinvents taxis, where Google and Facebook reinvent the news. Uh, you know, it's, it's like mm-hmm. a phenomenon that we have been dealing with a long time. The fact now that we see Airbnb rentals um, increasing in price, um, you know, it's, it's not really too much a concern for, uh, to us from a consumer perspective. But uh, what we, uh, we are more interested, interesting, interested in is what that does to housing in Toronto and, you know, we, we may see a silver lining here in the sense that, um, you know, maybe the, the price increases that we have seen, you know, the rental of one bedroom Airbnb units for $200 and more, um, you know, excluding hidden fees, may just reduce the demand for that service and bring people back into hotel rooms, which would, you know, eventually help people finding housing in Toronto, which we all know is, is increasingly difficult and extremely uh, expensive. That's the first thing I thought of too, because it did. That was part of the stress on rentals and housing, wasn't it? All of a sudden, people were buying, investing in condos, and they were renting That's them out exactly. for big bucks, and it changed everything. If there is a little bit more of a level playing field, even if it doesn't go away, Torben, it, it as you say, it could offer up perhaps with a little bit of frustration from people who can't rent them in the same way, it could really open up rental housing in Toronto. Yeah, 100%. I mean, on the other hand, uh, you know, it may also send the wrong signal that, you know, if, if, if people can rent out a one bedroom for $200 a night, um, we know that a one bedroom long-term rental in the city of Toronto um, goes for an obscenely high price of $2,200 a month. So Airbnb hosts could potentially make that much money in just 11 days or 11 nights of renting out a property, thereby avoiding having a long-term tenant, avoiding the Landlord-Tenant Act altogether. Um, and, um, you know, it, it, it may convince others that this is still a lucrative business. But from what we know and what we have seen, and that may be driven by the pandemic, by pandemic losses, or also by the rising costs of real estate itself, if the prices will go up, uh, the demand will go down for Airbnb units, and uh, we will see more people in, uh, you know, gravitating towards hotels. And and again, that's a good thing because, you know, it it will help, um, you know, reduce the demand for Airbnb, which means that we actually get the housing stock back that has been converted over the years to, you know, what we call ghost hotels, in in zones and areas that have never been you know, planned, conceived, designed, approved as 
you know, uh, areas mm -hmm. to accommodate hotels, but they were always meant to be residential areas, whether this is in condos or residential neighborhoods. And we all know what happens if you have an Airbnb next door. We all love Airbnb when we go on vacation, but no one I have ever talked to loves it when they all of a sudden have an Airbnb next door to them. No, even in recreational areas. So it's going to be unclear where this is going to trickle down. Is it just going to be in the city? That is right. And we have seen during the pandemic that there is a trend of, um, you know, Airbnb listings popping up in, you know, the secondary markets surrounding Toronto, surrounding some of the larger metropolitan areas in, in rural areas and uh, vacation countries, uh, where it also uh, significantly reduces housing stock um, and, um you know, like like those smaller municipalities have a hard time dealing with uh, these companies and the effect that these companies have. And they have even less resources in the city of Toronto in terms of, you know, uh, coming up with proper regulation and enforcement. So it remains to be seen what happens uh, in, in this market for sure. It does. It's been disruptive. That is for sure. And so if there's changes, even if it's competitive and the prices come down, there's going to be a, a little bit of a fallout, don't you think? A hundred percent. And we have seen uh, a fairly substantial fallout already during the pandemic. Uh, we have seen the overall, the total number of Airbnb rentals being reduced dramatically. We have seen, as, at least in, in places like Toronto and Vancouver, a substantive amount of these former Airbnb rentals, um, uh, you know, sort of shifting all back over to long-term rentals. Um, so it, it, there has been a lot of change during the pandemic. And I think the, the rising cost of real estate, um, you know, variable mortgage rates, uh, higher um, interest rates, puts a lot of pressure on people that have hoarded housing stock for the purpose of ghost hoteling it. Um, so we'll see how they deal with, you know, the changes, uh, the economic changes that they are faced with. And it may just mean that they have to, in order to make ends meet themselves, increase the prices. So it, it's, it's an interesting time. And mm -hmm. um, I think there's no precedent for this uh, in, in the short-term rental industry. So we all have to keep a close eye on, on what's actually happening in Toronto. And yeah. if we see this type of research and these headlines, you know, it, it gives us time to sort of reflect on exactly these kind of questions. There we go. Some people are cheering. Some people are jeering. Torben Wieditz is director of Fair BNB. Thank you, Torben. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you very much for having us. Bye-bye.